What is up, everybody, and welcome back to the Pohada Podcast. I'm Matt Browse of Pohada Photography, and my guest this time around is Scott Coleman, who, other than being an inspiring and all-around good guy, is also the subject of one of the photos that originally made me realize how powerful BJJ photography could be. If you've trained with Scott out at McCune's Martial Arts out in Brooklyn Park, Minnesota, or if you're friends with Scott on Facebook, you've likely seen it. He's walking with purpose while tying his belt and looking ready for war. A seemingly mundane moment, but captures the mood incredibly well. Shout out to famed IBJJF photographer Giselle Villasenor for catching it. Check her out at at Giselle Villasenor Photography on Instagram. Hey, before we get going, I've got to make the few usual shout-outs to our growing list of sponsors. First, as always, to my buddy Paulie from M-Theory Martial Arts and his wife, Kathy, for hosting most of these shows. Second, to 5-Watt Coffee, still the best coffee in the state. And third, to our newest sponsor for allowing us to graduate to multiple microphones, Axon Movement. That's Instagram, A-X-O-N underscore M-V-M-T or axon-movement.com. Fitness, performance, or complex pain cases not yet well handled by standard care. My buddy Tim at Axon Movement will help locate and correct muscle imbalances and negative compensation patterns. Make sure to hit them up and share with someone you think might need help therein. And without further ado, my conversation with Scott Coleman. Scott Coleman. Yes. <laughs> you uh, do jiu-jitsu, huh? Yes, I do. When did you start doing jiu-jitsu? Uh, probably five years ago. How old were you when you did that? Uh, 52. I'm going to be 58 pretty soon. 52? Yeah. Why did you start at 52? Okay. Uh, my grandson was doing taekwondo tournaments, and I'd go to him. He started, and he's probably like 12 now or 11. Mm-hmm. And I'm watching him. I'm like, you know, it'd be fun to do something, some kind of physical activity where he could compete. But then I was watching her kicks, and I'm like, well, with my flexibility, there would never be a kick over, probably over my waist. You yeah. know what I mean? I'm yeah. like, yeah. I'm like, well, you know, I should go check this jujitsu stuff out. And that's I just checked it out and started doing it. And it was like, you just get addicted to it. I mean, I lost like 40 pounds doing it. I mean, I was at like 190. I've been down to 145, but I'm pretty, pretty dehydrated and thin, so I'm, I'm about 150, 155. Uh, so you just kind of on a whim decided to try jujitsu at 52. Yeah. You know, I see. I love it. Yeah, it's just like I know. You know, it's like, and I figured, you know what? I'm an older guy. I'm gonna suck. I'm gonna get beat anyway because mm-hmm. I'm slower. You know, when you get older, your, you know, your reflexes and even your brain patterns and stuff, it slows down. I mean, I know I couldn't go to the adult division and compete and win. I mean, sure. But that's not my thing is winning. It's just meeting people. It's a big social outlet for me, you know, and because I don't drink. So it's like I don't go to bars and stuff. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. That's just me. What did you, you have before? Like, were you an athlete? before not really i mean i've always kind of lifted weights and did running you know like at a snap fitness or any time you know so i never i never really got too far out of shape so but the pounds are coming on slowly every year you'd gain a couple more you know and my diet wasn't all that good either so you know that's what they call it creeping obesity and it is it's believe me you know how many older guys i compete with that went through that 
that have lost like a hundred pounds. And that's like you said, it's just this creeping obesity. It's like, it's not like in one year they gain 20 pounds. It'll be right. four or five. And well, over the course of 10, 15 years, next thing they're 250, 300. Right. Right. It adds up. It does. By, by definition. Yeah. And you don't even notice it. That's it, do you say, you say that's a common thing to hear guys in your bracket talking about how they started jujitsu, lost a bunch of weight. Oh yeah. Began? I've, that's cool. I don't know if you've ever seen any pictures I posted of David Brown. He's, uh, I think so. He's like, he started at 320, Ooh. and he's down to 220. Nice. And, I mean, he's ripped. Yeah. I mean, he just, he's not, he went up to brown belt, but he's like probably 61 or two now. Sure. And he started in his 50s, and he lost a ton of weight. Yeah. Talk about base level benefits. Like, if for no other reason, do oh. some jujitsu. Right. And that. And the health issues. Another guy I know, Bill Lawless, he started in his 60s. He's from Midland, Texas. And he probably lost 50 pounds, and he's off all his medications, everything. You know, now because of that, it's helped him, you know, improve his health so much. Yeah, yeah. Cheaper, if nothing else. You don't oh, have to pay right. for all those yeah. medications, man. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, I could. It, it's amazing how many guys you meet that have lost weight and you know, improve their health and their outlook on life doing this. That to me is like one of the, the better uh, pitches for jujitsu is, mm-hmm. is the physical fitness. It's an easier pitch for most people. Right. Everybody, you know, wouldn't mind losing a couple pounds or right. feel a little better or getting off this medication. Mm-hmm. Right. And boy, it can be a good outlet for that. For yeah. Sure. And the thing is doing jujitsu, it's fun. You meet people, you're always doing something different. We're, you know, I, nothing. I like going to the gym too and lifting weights. I have my own home gym and stuff. Sure. But sometimes you get a plateau and it's hard to push yourself past it. Where you know, when you're rolling with other people, you can't be lazy because if yeah. you are, <laughs> you're going to be tapping out left and right. And I mean, and that's a good thing. There's days I go in there, I'm just tired or lazy or excuses, and you know. But yeah. good partners will push you to get past that. Yeah. Uh, it's a, sort of a specialty of mine being lazy. And, <laughs> and Believe me. Out. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, well, <laughs> nobody should have told me you can just tap out and, and start over. Cause yeah. I kind of take advantage. Yeah. yeah. Well, we all do some days. You're just like, uh, <laughs> where do you, where do you roll at? Where do you train? McCune's martial arts up in, uh, Brooklyn center. Yeah. Brooklyn or? park, Brooklyn park. Yeah. Oh. Right off of over by fleet farm. Yeah. And Wendy's and. Trying to think is all that 85th? good stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think yeah, 85th. That sounds right. Right. Yeah. Tell me about that place. I've only I've only sort of walked in to check it out when I was first researching. Yeah. So. Um, it it's a good group. I mean, you have MMA, Thai boxing, jujitsu. You know, we're kind of going through a cycle now where we've got a lot of new MMA guys coming up, and so it's kind of fun to watch them. I've been there and I've seen all of them progress, and so it's kind of cool to see all the younger guys improving, getting better. A lot of them getting better than me, too, at jujitsu. So <laughs> that's always a hard thing, but yeah, I'm happy for them. I'd rather see them get better. Yeah. You know, I mean, so it's kind of cool to see them, you know, get better. And, they, you know, and hopefully when things open up, they'll be fighting down in uh, Mystic Lake or uh, right, right. what's the other place? The dog track. Um, Canterbury. Canterbury. Yeah, yeah. So. Is, it, is that a... Uh I'm going to, I'm trying to put myself in the group. Is that an old guy thing where you get as much a kick out of, of sitting back and watch new young guys come in and get better as you do tr- the training yourself? Yeah, it is. It's I like, love it. 
I, I like being around the younger guys because they have such good energy. Yeah. You yeah. know, and they don't, you know, they have a good energy. They have a good outlook. That's huge, you know, because sometimes when you get around people your age, you know, and we all get that way. You kind of get cynical sometimes, you know. <laughs> I know I, it sounds terrible to say this well, on a podcast. I mean, no, man, but there's truth to it. That goes back to what you said about jujitsu kind of revolutionizing people's lives and their health mm-hmm. a little bit. If you don't have something that's a catalyst, right? it's easy to just something get to darker have a goal and or get and, better. Yeah. You know, so it's kind of... It's kind of fun to be around the younger guys. Their totally. energy just rubs off on you. And, you know, of course, they give me a lot of crap about being old and slow and <laughs> stiff. And But I love them anyway. It's, well, part of the thing, too, about jiu-jitsu in general, though, is it's, you know, 7 or 10 or 13 years to a black belt. So yeah. a lot of times the baddest dude in the room is the guy with the gray in his beard and the, yep. and the hobble in his walk. You know, so well, old isn't necessarily a bad thing, right? I know. And, and you know, like Chris Howder, I... I'm sure you've seen that thing mm-hmm. where he says it's not who's best, who's who's left. That's right, yeah. And so I've seen so many people come and go, and, I mean, athletic guys, strong guys, and you just, like, all of a sudden they just disappear. Right. You know, I mean, yeah. anybody that makes it to black belt, I give them a lot of credit because it's a, it's a hard path. Yeah, anybody that makes it to brown belt. Oh, brown. Yeah, I mean, let's just be honest. <laughs> I mean, and that's speaking as kind of a fresh blue belt where it seems, right. you know, just decades away, but. Yeah, it's, it's. What are you? What are you? Purple belt? Yeah, I'm a purple. Pretty, I got, pretty new to purple, right? Yeah. When'd you get it? Uh, a year ago, right before COVID. <laughs> I it in. Nice. The gym's shut down, and it's just like, so. You're gonna be a purple belt and rustier than ever. Right? Yeah. By the time you well, get to go. I've been still rolling, you know. Yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> that's all I'll say. Yeah. Responsibly working it out, like all of us. Right. Uh, you competed recently. Yeah, down right. in um, Orlando. How'd it go? Oh, pretty good. You know, I lost three and won two. Um, I went up a weight class, a couple weight classes, because the guy that was at that weight class is rated number two for our age group, are all the weights, and I want to just test myself against him. Sure. So my goal is just not to get submitted. I mean, he beat me on points, but... So you met the goal. Yeah, right. Yeah. Who, who is that? Do you remember? It's his name is Eric Perlman. Okay, and he's really. I mean, he's he. That's the thing I like going about tournaments because then you see a lot of things you need to work on or sure. how other people do stuff. Sure. So and I, I did submit one guy in the absolute no gi. What'd so, you get him with? A Dars. Nice. Yeah, and I kind of felt bad because. <laughs> He's another old guy with a lot of injuries, and he's got screws in his neck. And when I put it on, he started yelping, and I'm like, oh, you know, I kind yeah, of just yeah. like, oh, I'm sorry. He's like, oh, no, no, you're good. It's within the rules. Yeah, and it's like, <laughs> I says, good, I just, I'm glad you're not hurt. That's Yeah, that's, you know. that's the main victory at the end of the day. We all wandered out of there, right? Right. So, uh, tell me about your, your first competition. <laughs> I'm trying to remember. I think it might have been over in um, Hudson. Uh, Ellison, you know, um, when yeah, he had his tournament. Midwest, Midwest Center or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is like years ago when I was a fresh white belt and sure. didn't have a clue. You know, I remember I got, uh, what was his name? I can't think of his name, but I won a couple matches, lost a couple, and I was like the oldest guy there, you know, in my sure. division. But I didn't even, I got triangled in one of them, 
And I didn't even know what a triangle was because I was that fresh. And I'm like, well, what's this? You know, it's like all of a sudden I'm like, oh, <laughs> it's so funny. You know, I didn't even because I had so fresh. I didn't even know how to counter yeah. anything. Yeah. You just start trying to stand up and yeah. make, make it worse. Yeah, I know. And then, you know, I turned and made it. Yeah. So it was kind of funny. Carl. Carl was the guy that got me. Carl, um, he trains. I think he might be a top team. Carl Bus- Busen. Busen. Carl Bussin, yeah, yep, yep. Uh, grappling center. Yep, grappling. He's over there, does a lot yeah, of Yeah, nice stuff. guy. Yeah, yeah. But it was so funny, you know, because it's like I had no clue what I was doing, and Carl caught me in like a triangle, and I'm like, well, sure. what's this? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's me every time I get he, caught in a triangle. What yeah. the hell is this? And my, my dad, he came to watch me, and he's like 70-some years old, and he's like, mm. well, I thought you were winning. You were on top. And I'm like, well, that's the beauty of jujitsu. <laughs> You don't understand when you're in somebody's guard, and next thing you know, they put one hand in and one out. Yeah, there's not really any such thing as a dominant position right. necessarily, <laughs> right? You know, then because most people watching it don't really, unless they do it, it's hard for them to understand what people are doing. Yeah, you know, yeah. Well, yeah even if you do do it, it's hard to understand. <laughs> I know. You're just like, how'd that happen? <laughs> were, were you in on competition? Like as soon as you uh, started training, were you yeah. done with it? Yeah, I did. You know, I did it just to test myself. Yeah. You know, I've done Naga, Grappling Industries, um, mostly IBGF now because it's, it. you know, there's a lot of backlash against IBGF because they do do some really iffy things, you know. And for me being an older guy, it's probably been the best because I'm then I'm always with people my age, you know. The, that, bra- the brackets fill out a little bit better for you. Is that, yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, you know, I'm usually like the Masters is 30 and over. Well, in next month, I'll almost be twice that age. So yeah, sure. <laughs> it's not quite specific enough. Yeah. yeah. Um, something about, I think I even said this to you when I messaged you, there's something about, you know, the gray, gray beards and gray haired black belts, and that's pretty much most of them because it just takes so long to get oh, there. Yeah. Right? But something about guys that do jujitsu, at a quote-unquote older age, mm-hmm. particularly the guys like yourself who started it at a quote-unquote older age, right? that makes them so much more intimidating. <laughs> and I'm not. I'm just uh-huh. a, I'm a teddy bear, trust mm-hmm. me. <laughs> You're a teddy bear here as we're chatting, but if yeah. you laid some mats down, something tells me that. Oh, I'm, you know, the thing is, it's like there's guys that smash me at the gym, you know, and it, it, you sure. know how it is. Um, but then, you know, there's newer guys, if they're decent and they don't spaz out on me, I'll help them. Mm-hmm. You know, even some of the smaller guys, I don't try to be mean or rough with them. I mean, I try helping them and, you know, trying to help everybody get better. You know, it, it I don't get anything out of hurting somebody or, you know, smashing them. Yeah. Well, it, you if know, you do, you're, you're, you're a madman. You're right. It, you're kind of the, <laughs> the, the gym dickhead. The you dickhead. Know? Yeah. That's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> and, and if you're that guy, there's going to be somebody the enforcer will take care of you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is true so um but yeah i mean it's just like you know kelly johnson he's another older grappler he's a couple of years younger and he competes all the time does very well you know and that's terrifying yeah oh and he terrifying. is i mean he's a great guy i <laughs> yes, mean he is. he's a spider monkey though yep oh yeah he's the perfect description mm-hmm he doesn't move like he's 50 or 47 right. or whatever he is oh well, i know i've watched him compete plenty of times he was down in orlando wasn't he yeah Where he was you? yeah, yeah. How do you do? Do you know? Uh, he won some, him. lost some, kind sure. of like me. You know, yeah, he sure. didn't. He ended up going to absolute division, and of course, you know, he's like me, smaller. So you always end up with the <laughs> the big monster. 
300 pounds versus yeah. 135 pounds. <laughs> of course, there's uh, that now notorious match with Mikey Musumeci and uh, that, mm. that big boy. He's like 400-some pounds. Oh, I know. I was watching that. It was just so amazing. That's the, the ultimate jiu-jitsu sales pitch right yep. there. And you can see somebody using that kind of technique on somebody that size. Because you know, most people, even a lot of jujitsu people, would put their money on the bigger fella. Oh, there, of course, because that's kind of how the absolute division he'll, tends to right. work. Right? You out know, he'll kind of smash him and use top pressure and make him pay for being small and yeah. <laughs> hold you down because I can't. Yeah, that's what I would do if I was that size. <laughs> smash him and make him so he couldn't breathe. It's like how I'd move fast if I was your size, right? Yeah, right. Uh, who do you, are you a fan of jujitsu? You watch, you like watch it as a sport. You pay attention. I I do. You know, I watch it. Who do you I, like? Gordon Ryan. Yeah, that's your guy. Yeah, I, I mean, mean the guy, right? He, and he is. And people love him or hate him. Right. I've met him, and you know he comes off real cocky, but it's just his confidence is why he's right. that way. Right. right. He backs up what he says he's going to do. You know, and uh, yeah, if you call your shots, it's kind of hard know. to argue with that. You know. You know, people can say he's arrogant, but he's confident, which I admire, you know, being that to have that much confidence in your confidence in your ability to do that, what you say you're going to do. Well, and if there's anybody who ever earned a, a hint of arrogance, I mean, right. When's the last time he lost, you know? Right. In fairness, is that do you uh, do you like to kind of watch what people do and, and sort of try to apply that skill set, like model your game after? anybody? Well, yeah, it's kind of harder because, you know, I don't have the flexibility like the, a lot of the younger guys, so I have to do more Same. pressure, you know, and I, I do use strength if I can get away with <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Hell yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean. What, what do you do? What's your game? What do you like? Well. What am I up against when we get down on the ground here and roll If I can get bit? you in guard in, in gi, I will tie you up as much as I can, you know, and or if I can get side pressure – you know, then I'll try going for Darces or guillotines or, you know, it it, it kind of keeps evolving because guys in the gym, after a while, you catch them with stuff. It's just, you know, and I get caught with stuff. Then you learn how to defend it. So then you got to start doing different things. That's the, that's the, the progression of right. jiu-jitsu as a whole, but everybody's individual game is like, yeah, uh, this was working and now it's right. not. They've figured out the solution, so yep. I need a new problem for them. Right, exactly. Um so, you know, I mean, my, my biggest thing is I need to work on my takedowns. I mean, it's, I think like a lot of people, you kind of lack confidence and you always worry about getting injured to, you know, doing them. So, you know, and it's, that's always been my hardest thing is getting a takedown. It's the long way down, man. Right. Even when you're not tall, it's a long way <laughs> I know. down. Yeah. And the mats aren't very soft either. <laughs> we got... At M theory, we got like the spring loaded, the oh, spring nice. mats, and every time I'm somewhere else where it's just mats, which oh. are still nice, it's way different. Yeah, well, even a wrestling mat is so much different than the Fuji or Zebra mats. We went are up they to, firmer or they have a lot more give? Oh, more give. Yeah, I've okay. went up to wrestle jujitsu a few times, and yeah, up there, you know, for open mat and St. Cloud, whatnot, right? Yeah, and I mean, it, it's great because when you fall, you you kind of feel like you have more give than the zebras and the the um fuji mats sure huh i didn't know that yeah note to self if yeah. i buy mats <laughs> keep, keep that in <laughs> if mind, you can yeah. find them but what, what do you like takedown wise uh well the gi you know i'll try doing like a gravity throw or usually try pulling them down and 
<laughs> nothing too fancy. Sure, sure. You're not springing in for single legs. No, legs no. Those often. days are <laughs> – my knees some days just can't handle it. Sure. You know? Like I said, that's – I'm working on that. It needs a lot of work. <laughs> Is that a mobility thing, or is there an old injury there, or what? Uh, just, you know, my knees are really stiff in my back. Yeah, yeah. You know, so. Just the years catching up to the body. Yeah, it is. Right. Have you have you gotten anybody into jiu-jitsu? Like, after your experience, so it kind of. Not really. You know, most of the older guys that I meet, are, they're kind of down on it. They even ask me, well, why do you do it, you know? And, sure. You know, you should quit. Or, I mean, people don't understand. When you get older, there's a lot of negativity towards people my age doing this younger guys don't seem to be but some of the older guys you know even a lot of older people oh, you shouldn't be doing this and you know or you're gonna get hurt or you're too old it's like you know that's why that's why you're in the situation you're in you know you're overweight you don't feel good because you don't do any physical activity so yeah you're only gonna you hit about 25 years old and biologically you start slowly mm-hmm. moving downhill, right? Right. I'm only getting less muscular. I'm only getting weaker. I'm only right. getting, you know, in worse condition overall. Yes. So if I can soften the slope at any age, that's a good thing. Yeah. And probably the only person that's ever said anything is my mom <laughs> of all people. She's like 70 some years old. And she'd always say to my wife, is he still doing that jujitsu stuff? <laughs> You know, a typical mom thing, you know, it's so funny. I mean, she's worried about me getting hurt and I mean, it's a mom. Yeah, it's definitely mom stuff. I think it's funny. But it's also, it's one of those things It's the distinction between I could get hurt. Sure. But I'm like slowing the tide of time a little bit and I'll be in better condition overall. Yeah. You know. And my dad, he used to call it Venezuelan jiu-jitsu, and I'm like, I find this his dad. It's Brazilian. Oh, I knew it was one of those countries down there. It's like, you know, I didn't say that the first couple times because it was so funny yeah, to hear him funny. say it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, I got, I've had several friends who are a long time in, in judo and taekwondo and other mm-hmm. kind of traditional martial arts, and my buddy Nick's old man, uh, he... What, what would he ask him? He would ask him if he's still doing that crotchy dough. Crotchy dough? Crotchy dough. <laughs> what the heck? You know? <laughs> I guess it's just so far outside of some people's wheelhouses right. that the words don't even stick in there. I like, uh, as you say, Venezuelan. Yeah. I like that. Venezuelan is. jitsu. I like that. And I'm like, you know, he was just associating with somewhere, you know. And oh, yeah, yeah. Down there. Right. That, that's yeah. stuff from that somewhere so funny. else. Yeah. <laughs> I like that a lot. Yeah, it's it's too bad, you know. That I, I was kind of hoping you'd be like, "Yeah, I've I've brought two buddies into the gym, I and I, I tell wish people, I could you say know? that." Yeah, you know, it, it, I wish I could say that, but you know, it's just it's harder, you know, when guys get old. And I, I'm not going to downplay them because you know mm-hmm. they do have health issues, and it yeah. may not they might get seriously injured. Yeah, you know, so well, and, and like my background is in fitness, and I do some powerlifting coaching and stuff, mm-hmm. and. You know, I can cite specific examples of people who've decided to get into this sport at an age when you shouldn't be doing that. Right. You know, and you compare that to where some of the other folks are that I talked to about it five, six years ago, and they're just in world's better condition. Yeah. You know know what I mean? We're all all moving downhill, you know? Right. But it is kind of the same resistance, you know, Mm -hmm. even just from a fitness standpoint, not even the powerlifting thing where... You know, people don't want to, and I think it's sort of a 
sociocultural thing. You get so guarded against, well, I don't want to hurt my back. I don't want to hurt my knees. Well, I don't want to get this. I want to get that. Well, then I'm in a room at the, at the gym where I work. I'm in a room full of people with knee replacements and hip replacements, and they never did any of those things to cause those injuries. So right. what the heck, man? You know, maybe you'll be better and you'll feel better yeah. instead of, you know, not exercising and your back rounds and, you right. know, your yeah. spine is bad. If you avoid lifting things, you then won't be able to. Exactly. Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I know. It's just, it's just too a, bad. A vicious cycle. What's the last TV show you watched? Me? Yeah. The funny thing is, I watched one championship last night on TV. Oh, I saw that. You, you said It was uh, on Combat something, and now it's coming on TNT, but they had like a preview of it. It was yeah. awesome. Hey, you, you're, you're saying look out UFC because it was oh, yeah. such a good show, right? It was an awesome show. I mean, these guys weren't stalling. I mean, what was smaller guys, but I mean, they were going in for the kill. I don't know if I've ever seen any of their fights. They're really... You know, you have some old UFC guys in Bellator, but I sure. mean, they're, well, they have like Muay Thai fights and submission wrestling. That's what Gordon Ryan is going to be doing, submission wrestling in sure. one championship. So they have like different divisions right. like sport-wise, not yep. even just weight divisions. Right. So yeah. one one championship is mixed martial arts, submission wrestling, mm-hmm. and Thai fights? Yep. Oh, yeah, Muay Thai fights. Because, oh. you know, I learned there, something today. <laughs> I mean, in Thailand and yeah. Philippines, it's huge. Yeah. You know, they they got so many, well, Thailand, you know, that's a way out of poverty is a lot of them for Thai boxing. Sure, sure. So that's going to be, I, I can find that on TNT? Yeah, it's going to be on like um, April 7th. I pre, I got it so it's going to record and everything. Nice. I'll have to find somebody who's got TNT. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I know. I just, for somebody it was this weird. I was just flipping through the channels last night and I'm, Oh, one championship. What did you see it on? You called it combat something? It's combat something. I can't remember what it was. There's a combat channel? Some combat, oh. you know, like sports channel. And I'm uh, like. I have to check that out too. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It was just so strange. I mean, yeah. it was some good fights though. What, you remember any of them specifically? Um, there's a Filipino named Vera. Vera. Sure. You know, that, that one I remember. He knocked the guy out. That was a Thai fight? Uh, no, that was, M- they were all MMA fights. Oh, this was night. an MMA card. Okay. Yeah. Because Thai fights are the most intimidating, scariest oh. thing I've ever seen in my life. Oh, I, I've watched ones, you know, on TV from Bangkok, and it's just like you said, them guys are crazy. Their takedowns, their their clinching and stuff. You're just like, never. Oh, never pick a fight. Knee, with knees, ever. elbows. I mean, Ugh. you know, <laughs> knees and elbows, and you're just like, oh my gosh. Well, they, what do they call it? The art of eight arms. Yeah, eight limbs. Eight limbs. Yeah, mm-hmm. octopus. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like I say, never pick a fight ever, because if you ever come across a guy like that, somebody that's done it, oh. well, somebody that can kick a banana tree down. Yeah, I don't think you want to <laughs> have him start kicking your leg very much. Or somebody that would try to kick a tree of any kind, right? For, and it for doesn't recreation. even phase him or kick yeah. a baseball bat and no. it breaks. <laughs> I don't need that in my life, not at all. You ever do any of that? You ever do any striking stuff? Oh yeah, I, yeah? I train with the type. Yeah, tie boxers. Nice, you're pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I'm a little slower. I mean, I can keep up with them, but sure. my my high kicks aren't very high, so it's all relative, you know. With me doing tie boxing, a lot of them had to buy nut cups. <laughs> That's all I'll say. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't purposely try, yeah, try to kick them, but it happens. It's not dirty boxing. You no. just you're shorter. The leg doesn't go up. As well, high. right, yeah. and I can't get my leg quite yeah. high. <laughs> would you, Would you compete in that? I've thought about it. Yeah. Um. I did have a bad head injury in my 20s from sure. work. Yeah. So 
you know, yeah. I've thought about it, but it'd have to be somebody my age because I'm not going to. Well, yeah. I, I do not want to get in a ring with somebody 25 because it's just too. That would be the. Then you'd see the big age difference. Do they. <laughs> yeah, they probably don't have age. Do they have age, like a master's um, division? I think in? the one in Des Moines does. Yeah. You know. Um, but, but it's it, less of a standard thing in, in Thai fighting. Yeah, I think they have. Well, I'm not sure about overseas. Yeah. So. Oh, it's a whole different. Yeah, I mean, I, it, you know, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to have to dedicate time to doing it, and I don't want to just do it halfway. And you know, I mean, it's just like jujitsu. You know, you got to dedicate a lot of time training, and it's safer if nothing yeah, else, right? Plus, and plus it is you'll do better. You know, <laughs> at least yeah. you're not getting punched in the head too much. Well, I mean, being able to like do it right and dedicate time to training for yep. the fight would be safer, right? You just you sharper skill set. You're less likely right. to get just popped in the head. Yeah. Oh yeah. Or drop your hands. All that, yeah. That's the biggest thing I've seen with guys, too. You know, like, I'll go over to Bahala and watch them fight. And, you know, some of the guys, I mean, then you understand why the coaches are screaming at you to keep your hands up all the time because they start getting tired and their hands start coming down and bang. Yeah, it was the open season after yep. that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm never touching any of that. Yeah, I don't, well, I don't blame I, you. I might kick a heavy bag for fun yeah. with somebody once in a while, <laughs> but I don't, I, the idea of getting hit in the head is just not yeah. overly appealing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, if you're not into that, it's just like, why? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It is awesome. Yeah, but it's fun to watch. Now watch you guys do it, I yep. think, is the thing. Tell me about rolling with Chris McCune. Uh, it's like I'm a little kid, a kindergartner, rolling with Chris because he it's so effortless for him. He does all these little things, and you're just like, he it's like for him it's just so second nature and you feel like a little kid because like you know he'll be holding your elbow up a certain way and you can't move and you know and he he's being nice you know he's not like destroying you but he's yeah. he's a great guy to roll with he's a great guy i like yeah. chris because he's very he's kind of like me i'm unstructured you know i mean i go to work but i'm not a very structured person you know mm -hmm. and that's why i kind of he's he's kind of off the wall and he's fun sure, to be around sure. <laughs> slightly adjacent to the path everyone else is on right kind of yeah you know and that's kind of why i like the gym too you know yeah um, um who's the top competitors from over there i don't i don't know a lot about McHugh's. well you know it it's kind of changed a little bit with the you know with the covid going on yeah for sure everything i mean you know we used to have like sean mcpadden was like the top mma guy mm -hmm. um and Derek getzel and that's probably the MMA, you know, and they still compete. Derek still competes, like, in the jiu-jitsu, you know, like for Bahala mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah. A lot of shifting around in the last yeah. year. It's kind of the, yeah. kind of the nature of it. Well, We're trying and, to get what we can get. And, and COVID's been bad, hard on a lot of people because a lot of people have gained weight back that they had lost. And, you know, because other than the, the, the gyms being, you know, all the gyms shut down was hard. It really was. Yeah. It was very depressing for a lot of people. Yeah. That's our outlet. Right. And it know? is. So for a lot of people, it's their only outlet. Right. It's their only social interaction. Et cetera, exactly. Et cetera. Yeah. So, so, yeah, I mean, it, there's some good guys there. You know, I mean, they help you get better, you know, and that's, it, it's a team effort too. You know, even if you're the only individual out competing, if you got good teammates and leaders, you know, they help everybody get better. You know, it's not all about them smashing everybody. It's them helping everybody get better. And we got some really, I think we got some really great guys there for that. Well, you're really only good 
as good of a competitor. You're really only as good at jujitsu as the crew around you. Right. You can't, you right. by definition can't practice it alone. No, you can't. So I need ambitious, energized, happy to be here bodies to, exactly. to, to help me get better. Right. You know, and that's, that's kind of neat. You know, you have people that will give you positive um, correction too. you know, on things you need to do or work on or things, little habits you don't even realize you have. We all do. Oh, yeah. Like tapping early. Cause yeah. Because I'm, I'm tired. Yeah. Well, that's the one thing you learn after a while. You, If you know it's that guy's got that arm bar on, you better yeah. be tapping tap, right now. Tap it early, tap often. Yes. I'm going to make t-shirts. Tap early, tap, tap often. often. <laughs> I tap too early, though. No, nothing wrong with that. Well, but like I'm, I'm tired. Yeah, well, if you get tired, you don't want to get injured. <laughs> okay, there we go. Justify it as best yep. I can. What are the differences, do you think, between... You said you're 57 now? Right. So that's still like on the younger end of the Masters division, in my opinion. Right? Yeah, well, it's like Master 6. Master 7 is Oh, that's is 6 like, already, okay. Yeah, Master 7 is like 61 and older. And it just goes up from there? Well, that's that's the limit. Oh, okay. And there's still, I mean, I know most of the older guys that compete, you know, and there's still quite a few of them in their 60s competing. How, I mean, what, what's the oldest one you know? Now I'm kind of curious about this. Like, uh, well, the, I've seen guys guy? close to, well, Bill Lawless, he's in his probably 67. Okay. So we don't have a lot of no. septuagenarians, octogenarians just No, yet, you know, I mean, you see a few guys closer to 70 competing, you know, at Worlds. Because they don't usually go compete that much until Worlds, you know. And I, I've seen some Nogi guys, you know, a bunch of them in their mid mid to late 60s competing, you know, in the Master 7 sure. division. And they're all, for them guys, they, they go out there and they're having fun. Yeah. You know, they're like, oh, that was a good move. And, you know, you should have done this to me next time and I probably would have, you know, sure, that's sure, their attitude. Sure. It's yeah. so cool to watch. Sounds like that's the division I belong in. Right. <laughs> it's like, oh, that was a great move, man. Yeah. Good job. In the middle of the role. Yeah. <laughs> but it's 61 and up. So if I'm 75, I might be rolling against a 62-year-old. Yeah, so you'd be the old, old guy. Yeah. So at some point, as the years go and people yeah. people continue to, to survive it all, mm -hmm. they're going to have to add... Yeah, I think seventy one because I think you know while well, they finally added divisions for the women at IBJF did which is should, you know which is good because uh, like in the older brackets right so, because yeah. before what they did was it was pretty much like thirty and over well you have ladies my age and older well that's way different yeah there's a huge difference yeah, so yeah. they they finally started and the thing is once they did that they have more and more ladies competing too it's accessible now right yeah. and it's because before a lot of them were like well why would i even go there because i'm gonna be i'm 25 years older than you know so yeah well, they, it's, it's like somebody 35 having to be in the open right well, i'm well, gonna get my ass kicked yeah, so if exactly. i'm 50 and i've got to be mm -hmm. with this 30 year old i'm also gonna yeah. get my ass kicked so yeah we there was a big petition for ibjf to do it a couple of years ago and they did it that's good so they they do change you know now they're doing the the heel hooks and the knee reaping yeah. for nogi adult division just black belt i believe that's smart it. smart though right kind yeah. of test it out with the most experienced most right. athletic people see how it goes mm -hmm. and yeah it'll, see how it'll it goes. expand exactly more than likely over the next few I, years. I think so i mean they're gonna have to because they got a lot of competition like with grappling industries and there's quite a few other ones too that are coming up that are going to give them so competition is a good thing yeah definitely 
Well, and if I, yeah, if I, if you might be the show, but if I want to play my game and have all the tools available, mm-hmm. I'm also going to go over there. Right. So if exactly. They, they want to keep people more consistently. They need to, you know, right. give the people what they want. Right. Yeah. Exactly. What do you think of heel hooks? Uh, I think they're a good thing. You know, I mean, I, I know in practice you really have to make sure you have good partners that do them because I have no feeling in my ankles, and I've had both my ankles popped, sure. and it was an accident because yeah. starting yeah. off, I didn't know. It's kind of weird because you don't feel it until it's like pop. Yeah. And the next day I walked fine, which I was surprised. I think I, yesterday rolling at, at M Theory, just tangling and scrambling yep. with somebody, realized I had their foot kind of yeah. tucked under my armpit. So then oh, nice. slid around and found it. Mm-hmm. But And I stopped right there. I was like, am I allowed to do this? <laughs> am I allowed to do this on him? Do yes. I know how to do this? Have right. I ever been instructed on this? And by that time, you know, we moved on and I right. was being, probably being choked out or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but it was a, a serious sense of nervousness. Anytime I grab a leg or somebody grabs my yeah. leg, I'm immediately like, well, well come on. Yeah. Now. And that's, uh, like I said, you know, you have to have good partners too yeah, because yeah. it's like people get it on me and we'll look at each other. And I'm like, ah, oh, you got it. And then we just keep moving on because you don't want the, you don't want the guy that's a spaz grabbing it and just. Yeah, I've right. had that happen twice, right. guys that just grabbed it and just yanked on it before I could even tap. Sure. And that's that's scary. Well, I might be wrong about this. Again, I'm new to all this, but it seems like if I have got a limb or I'm in a position, <laughs> if I have secured it, mm-hmm. I should be able to like pause slash move slow. Right. In like friendly rolling. Yes. Like, I should, I should be able to have that moment where oh, we kind definitely. of eyeball each other out yeah, of the corner of our eye, you know. And that's a lot of times what we do. I'm like, ah, you got it, you know, yeah. then we'll just keep rolling. Yeah, yeah. You know, not Safer. holding on to it and like, you know, using all the pressure and force you can to make them submit. And that's, you know, when both of us agreeing to tap early, tap often comes right. in pretty handy. Yeah. yeah. Who's your favorite fighter, MMA fighter? Um, Geez, I don't know. That one's hard to say. You know, I I don't follow MMA as much as yeah. jiu-jitsu because, you know, there's just so many of them now. Too much. Right. Way too much. I'm pretty casual with all of it. Yeah. And and my choice of favorite MMA fighter is sort of notorious on this podcast now is uh, Derek Lewis. Yeah. Yeah. Just because yeah, he's, he's a goofball. And I know. Hilarious. How can you not love the guy yeah. when he says stuff like what he does? It's, yeah, it's like so funny. You know, you need some of that humor. And that because I'm such I, like I say I'm so casual as a sports fan in general, but also a casual fight fan that I, I mostly just want laughs and I yep. want to be entertained by a fight. You know? Right. You ever been in a real fight? Anybody oh, ever when pick I was a fight younger. With you? like yeah, four, when I was younger, like forty-seven or something like that. No, no, like in the twenties. <laughs> no, are you kidding? <laughs> After doing this, I don't want to get in a fight because there's some there's some bad at, there's some bad people out there. You know that may not oh, look yeah. tough, but I mean. It's kind of like the more you do it, it's just like, I, don't, I just want to avoid fights. I mean, even conflict, it's like, whatever, you know. You get your daily dose anyway, right? Right. Yeah, it's yeah. like, I don't need it. Well, and, and the, the thing you learn from jiu-jitsu is that a lot of unassuming guys are very dangerous guys. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's like, it's not always that guy that's like 220 and he's ripped and, you know, it can be that guy that's 170, he's like 6'2", and long and lanky that will choke you out in a heartbeat. Well, and the ripped guys spend a lot of time lifting weights, not learning how to fight. Right. <laughs> yeah, well, too, sometimes when you have that much muscle mass, yeah. you, you 
exhaust out so fast. Oh too. yeah, definitely. Yeah. And again, you just yeah. tactically don't know how to fight. Well, it, I'm not saying anything bad. I respect guys that totally yeah. that do that because I mean that takes a lot of time and effort to get that mm-hmm. big. You know, people are always comparing like jujitsu guys and and bodybuilders, and it's just like I don't quite get why they do that because it's like, dude, the guy still works his butt off, yeah. probably has a strict diet does whatever to get to that condition. I mean... Yeah, bodybuilding is one of the most impressive things on the planet. Well, it is. Uh, but don't equate it with toughness. Right. I think is kind of the underlying point there. Yeah. Right. Big and strong don't mean you can fight. Yeah. Something I've proven very well over the last couple of years <laughs> since I started jiu-jitsu. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, bodybuilding is 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 absolutely brutal. Oh, like it is. To do it and do it well... It, it, Right, my then, observation know, over the years and the people I know, there's no way I'd be willing to do. Yeah, that, well, what know? they do to get definition and stuff too, you know, with the, the cutting water all and getting it. all that stuff, it's just unbelievable. It's madness for yes. sure. Okay, sort of an odd question. Uh, you ever had any jujitsu injuries? Oh yeah, you've kind of mentioned some ankles and stuff, but what do you got? Well, ankles. They didn't really, I'm so stiff, you know, I can't feel anything. When I first started out, it was the rib injuries because I was twisting so hard and not using technique to get out of things. Popped ribs, I don't know how many times, cracked a rib. It was just like I couldn't stop at first, you know, I think I had like four or five rib injuries. Oh, like in your first year or something like that? Yeah, first couple of years. But part of it was too, you know, I was twisting so hard when I was doing stuff. And it, it's not like lifting weights where you have a set motion. Well, when you're doing this and you're twisting your core, something the weakest thing is going to give. Well, guess what? Next thing you hear, a big pop, and it's your ribs. I mean, I don't know how many times I did that. Well, and the ribs are the worst. Oh, because I know. <laughs> lay, laying down, breathing, everything I know. just hurts. <laughs> it was so weird when I cracked one, you know, I went to the doctor, and he t- took an x-ray, and you could see where the calcium was coming in right on the crack, you know. Yeah. So I'm sure you probably know more about that stuff than I do. Yeah, for sure. The the I actually took one real high up, like not Ooh. one of those low down floater ribs. Yeah, and it's it's shaped different now. Yeah, yeah. I had one rib that yeah. was used to stick out, and I think it was another one that like somebody put a lot of pressure, and the thing popped in. And it, now the thing is like the same on both sides. But it's so <laughs> weird. I had this one rib that used to always pop out, and now it's normal. <laughs> Jiu-Jitsu fixed a rib. Right, it, it did. It, it was so weird. Fixed a rib, yeah. I was worried because it's like, I mean, I couldn't roll for probably a month. It was that yeah. bad. See, but the mine happened uh, like six days before the shutdown for COVID oh, last year. Oh, no. Well, I get to use the excuse that uh, <laughs> COVID happened. That's why I didn't train for six months, not oh, because my rib hurt too yeah. much, you know. It was sort of a, a blessing in disguise at that time because it forced me to just do nothing because, yeah. you know, you know you'd come back a couple of weeks too early. Right, and, you know, sometimes, and, that. and that's sometimes, you know, we all get, in, even with rib injuries, you know, if you if it's injured and you think you're okay, I think they always say, well, you better wait at least one or two weeks after that because, you know, you're in a hurry and, you know, and it's, that's usually when you injure it even worse. Right. But yeah. I'd say the ribs, I mean, and, you know, I mean – all the rest of the stuff is just age things and arthritis. Well, age, age plus jujitsu. Right. Bad, you know? How are your mm-hmm. fingers looking? Uh, not oh. bad. I think I only have one broken th- finger that I can't get back. <laughs> That's oh, about sure. it. <laughs> one I got caught in a gi one day. Yeah, and next sure. thing I'm screaming and I'm, couldn't get it out. And yeah. <laughs> it's never went back to normal. 
<laughs> seems to be the hands things is like the ears things. It seems to be ears, a badge hands. of honor, right? And if you get guys to do spider guard, I, I, I can't do spider guard because my fingers get so bad from it. I had my first formal exposure to spider guard on Saturday. <laughs> Ethan Bauman was running class because Ish has been out of town, uh-huh. and he loves that spider guard. Oh. Um, my my very few roles with Ethan have also proven that. <laughs> and yeah, man, I I have big strong hands. Oh right, like it's I've, so weird. Like you, you say, know, I've competed in grip competitions yep. and stuff, and it was immediately like, man, this is tough on that. It hand. is. You it's could like, just tell. I know what you're saying. I mean, I, I do like trap bar deadlifts and deadlifts yeah. all the time yeah, yeah and my grip you know is pretty good and but like you said you know doing that spider guard man it's just like it you don't really ever develop it right up in here and you're just like it's a whole different oh, approach you know and you're a big guy so i can imagine it probably <laughs> i can hang on pretty good but it, it, there's a like a finger surface and fingertip <laughs> conditioning that i didn't have you know Maybe right. if, I, if you're a climber or something it'd be uh-huh. right in your wheelhouse i bet but also really weird. Mm-hmm. I, I think I'm falling into like old school jujitsu or like stereotypical big guy jujitsu. Yep. Like give me a close guard or half guard. Oh, you have to. Give me a yeah. collar choke. Let's just, right. let's just stay there, you know. Yep. You got to find your game. But yeah, yeah. But but to what you were saying about like young guy energy earlier, that's sort of the fun thing of rolling with some of these like Barambolo yeah, you know, 22 year old flexible guys. <laughs> it forces just... you to think about it differently, you know. Yeah, you better be trying to control her hips or they're just going to roll under you and, you know, make your life really rough. Yeah, yeah. just uh, yesterday, Shavong and I had a roll where I think we moved like 12 feet that way and came back six <laughs> feet this way. And then we were six feet over yep. that. We were kind of all over. It was just me trying to keep up with them. I had no oh, chance, you know, right? because you're just spinning upside down over mm-hmm. and over. But it's fun to try to play it. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I'd say the rib injuries, you know, have probably been the the worst but I, I guess i'm really grateful because it seems like everybody i know that does this has an injury of some sort you just kind of live with it unless it's really bad well you, you, what's that line you're gonna wear out or you're gonna rust out right might as well wear yep. them out so you, know, you have better stories that way yep exactly <laughs> especially if you wear out in jujitsu yeah. <laughs> you ever hurt anybody like in a tournament Have they ever have that misfortune? no uh, oh, no good. i never good. I'm always real, even, you know, the older guys, if I get something on them, I don't like just crank on them or try to neck crank them. I'm always more, I'm always very aware of not hurting them. Yeah. And most of them, it's kind of funny because every time I go to a tournament, we all, we'll all be in the bullpen waiting and we're all like, well, let's have fun and not get injured. Yeah. That's it. every tournament, you know, because we all got to go to work Monday. That's and right. Yeah. We want to build a role next week. Yeah, and then there might be a guy in the room not quite in that mindset. So yeah. let's just say it out loud so we're right. all on the same page, right? Yeah. No, I mean, like I said, even with that guy last weekend when I got the darts on him and he yelped and I let go. He tapped and, you know, it was a verbal submission. I let go right away yeah. and ask yeah. him how he was. And, you know, I mean, I don't want to hurt him. And, you know, because he had pins in his neck and I'm like, oh, my gosh. That's a That's a – I meant to say this. That's a – serious set of braveries that's what Training i told jiu-jitsu him. with with some serious neck history like yeah and that's what i told him i said you know and that's why as soon as he yelped i let go and yeah you know i'm not out there to hurt him I, man i feel like if i had some serious neck injury in my past where i had pins and whatever oh. jiu-jitsu might make me pretty nervous yeah i mean well, still, there you better, still do it but you better be checked 
you know, you better be making sure you have the right training partners. That's right. Too. Yeah, talking about it before every role. <laughs> right. Or mentioning it to them so they know. Yeah. You know, that, that's what I always tell if older guys come in there. I says, if you got any issues, you're not comfortable rolling with somebody, don't do it. You, this, this is fun time. You don't want to get hurt. We want you to come back. You know, I mean, if you got injuries, even if you're a bigger guy, just say something, you know, because sometimes people see a newer, bigger guy. Well, and you know that they'll, it's like a challenge to them to see if they can teach him a lesson. And it's just like, you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You don't know what that guy's coming in with. Right. I, I when I joined, um, you know, I'm like one of the big, strong guys at, right. at M theory largely, but I was six months out of a pec tear re- repair surgery, oh. you know? So, I mean, it, it, theoretically, in a position where somebody decided to yank an arm out oh, yeah. and, and really straighten it yeah. out, that could have been bad news. Yeah. Right, or do some kind of, yeah, something where they get you, you know, where you just got you stretched out like this. Yeah, yeah, and who knows? I right. I mean, it was healed. <laughs> yeah, but, but. There, there again, you never know who's coming in with what, yeah. Right. Uh, what advice do you give to people just starting jujitsu? Um like you said, tap off and yeah, for sure. <laughs> Another thing, don't get discouraged because you even even me. There's days I get smashed and I'm slow. Just don't get discouraged. Keep doing it. I mean, you don't think you're making any progress, and then somebody new will come in, and you'll be amazed that you are learning stuff. Yeah, suddenly you're dominating. Somebody. Yeah, all of a sudden yeah. you're just like because you're so used to being on the receiving end. Yeah, <laughs> and I don't think it. Sometimes I don't think it ever goes away. You know, you're always having somebody that's going to be better. You know, and just don't get discouraged. Just keep coming back. You know, that that's a big thing. Even when you don't feel like coming in there. And, I mean, I'm just like everybody else. I have days when I'm lazy, have excuses, and it's just like I've got to get myself in that door. Once I do it, then it's then it's good. Well, and, and you kind of, I guess you kind of alluded to this. Um, I was going to say expand that out to older guys, older mm-hmm. gals. And you, like you kind of said, just be honest about the the pain or the issues right. you're coming in with. Any but any other specific advice to somebody who's 45, 50, 55, uh, thinking of starting it? You know, I mean, just if you do an open roll and stuff, just pace yourself. Another thing, even if you only start out doing one roll and you're exhausted, just start out at that and slowly keep getting better. You know, what I mean, or keep expanding on that and don't you know if you can't do like a whole hour of rolling don't beat yourself up you know just start out slow and gradually get better and the way it'll come off and don't you know even dieting and everything what i've learned don't be so rigid because if i'm rigid then i really go off on a a sugar you know eating sugar and candy (laughs) and that's just me though i mean because it's like you've got to enjoy it a little bit or you just get so rigid rigid that your brain can't hold that up right your mind can't stick with it you know some guys can but i can't and well and to your point about the don't worry about if you can't you don't feel like you can last a whole hour of rolling Mm -hmm. the first time i rolled quote unquote like showed up to the open roll and did the thing i rolled the first round and i sat and watched the rest yeah See? My, my cardio was terrible. I was coming right. from a detraining period because of an injury. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, there's just no way. I mean, maybe there was, but I, in my brain that day, there was just no way yeah. I was going to do it. Well, and then, you know, maybe the next time you hit two, roll, two you know, two five-minute rounds. And... What I did was I rolled the first round and the last round. Right. See, like then I took you... as long a recovery period as I could and right. got one more in. 
That right. actually wasn't by choice. Dave Scora yanked me for the last round off the wall. But <laughs> of course, it, I know Dave. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it's a very Dave Scora thing to do. It worked out well, and it like dawned on me, like, well, yeah, duh, skip a round right. if I need to. Right. You know? And then like six months later, I was pretty much rolling every round. Right. See, and that's it. You just got to gradually start out and gradually mm-hmm. get better. And don't get discouraged if you, you know, you're coming in being an older guy. I think a lot of us have a lot more patience than if we were 22. You realize that you're not going to be a superstar or some athletic, phenomenal jujitsu player. You know, you just, you got to do what you can do. You know, a lot of us have responsibilities, work, everything else, you know, and stress. I mean, that's, (laughs) it's our relief. So I get, that's the only thing I can say for older guys, you know, just don't get discouraged and have fun and have a few laughs. And, you know, that's the biggest thing is have a few laughs, you know, if you, have a bad day. <laughs> Boy, if I didn't laugh when I had a bad day, I'd be yeah, I'd be real <laughs> discouraged at this point. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm actually coming off my, my personal probably best day of rolling ever. Good. Was on Saturday. Nice. Which was really fun. Right. And I gotta say, man, if if for every ten absolute shit days of rolling, <laughs> you have that one where you're like, "Wow, I actually learned something today or I applied it." Man, you, it balances it out. You need that one day where you just feel like, "Oh, I'm learning something," and yeah. I don't suck as bad as I thought I did. <laughs> Some of this is working now. Yeah. What's your next match? Uh, Pan American Nogi Dallas, March uh, May fifteenth, sixteenth. It's coming up now, huh? Yeah, I know. And like. Five weeks. They always come up really fast. Next thing you know, you're just like, oh, no, I got to fly out. <laughs> uh, you Looking forward to that one, though? It's going to be a good one? You I think? think so. Do you, Now, hold on. Do you know who you're going to be facing? Yes, I do. You do? Okay. Who is mm-hmm. it? Uh, Major Stewart. I've never went against him before, so this will be kind of cool. Because he's always been either a weight class up or an age group different, you know, so... Mm-hmm. So are you up a weight class at this one too, or are you yeah, just, I'm yeah. I, well, yeah, because I'm like stuck between feather and light ever sure. since COVID. I gained like five yeah. pounds, and yeah. I haven't been able to get back down to feather weight. <laughs> it's like I'm stuck, so I can eat a lot of food, you know, before yeah. a tournament. But so I started laughing there because you said you gained like five pounds. I know. So it's... me and like three of the other like quote unquote big guys at M Theory were sitting on the benches after rolling on Saturday, <laughs> kind of taking inventory. Oh, no. And the, the gain was an average of about 20 pounds. I know. Oh, but I that's, know. you know, that's a 250-pound dude gaining 20 so pounds. That's, so percentage-wise, it's probably yeah, pretty close. Well, I, I know. it's. I've seen a lot of that happening, too, which is, you know. Well, it's one thing with, with a crowd who's going to go back to a healthy outlet like right. jiu-jitsu or something. And those pounds will start shaving off. Yes, they'll come off. Yeah, everybody else who was just locked up and sat down for the last year, it's going to be a little different struggle. (laughs) Yeah. So that's kind of my goal is to get back down to featherweight by World Masters. I think it's in November in Vegas. So Vegas is opening up again. Of course, we'll see, you know, with everything that goes on, it can change in a week or two weeks. That's right. Yeah, but that's what's that like six months, seven yeah. months? Yeah, you, you I can, know, but you I can shave the Like three pounds. months ago, I was like, "Well, I should be down to feather," and here I am, still stuck in the middle. You know, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it's that same kind of creeping obesity. Yeah, uh, I should yeah. be able to lose this by then. <laughs> I lose a pound one day, and the next day I'll eat some 
food with the sodium in it and i'm like oh i gained two pounds well that's just water fluctuation yeah, yeah, yeah it yeah. is the, the actual poundage though i'm sure will right will shave off nicely <laughs> you got anybody you want to face like anybody out there like that you've never you've never uh gone against this cat coming up anybody um, you want to call out no no that? i don't like doing that <laughs> i'm not that at my age i don't want to call anybody out. i don't like <laughs> That's just not my personality, having sure. big conflicts with people. Sure. I'm just more like, I want to get along with people. And, you know, unless a guy's an absolute jerk, you know, I just, yeah, yeah. I'd rather just get along. I mean, it, it's fun. And, you know, the only guy that I really wish I could do better against is David Brown because he, <laughs> he is a monster. He's got your number most of the time? Oh, well, he's just, oh, he just runs me right over. Can like I find, can I find some videos of this online? Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> There's one of them where he popped my leg oh, <laughs> when okay. we were in Chicago. He, <laughs> that's the first time I've ever had anybody. He literally, well, I've had a couple other alter heavyweights that just grab me by the gi and just throw me on the ground. <laughs> well, him, he did it. And I, I got up right away and pulled him in the guard. He stood up like I wasn't even there. Oh. I'm like, oh no, this is going to be bad. <laughs> you know, and he just kind of spread my legs and my one leg must have been in the bad spot. And it, when he put his knee on it, all he heard was a big pop. Oh, boy. Luckily, my ankle, my knee was fine, but, you know, I don't Just, feel bad because I've seen him destroy a lot of people. <laughs> sure, sure. You're, you're on a long list of, yeah. of uh, victims. Well, I'm going to have to check that out then. Yeah, you, you should. I mean, like I said, he's an incredible guy. He went from 320 down to probably 220. I mean, he just ripped. Yeah, that's that, and that's that's the most impressive. You see part, pi- you know? pictures of him. He used to call himself Desktop Dave because that's what he sat at his desk for 30 <laughs> years and gained weight. Yeah, and he used to be like a, a a Purdue wrestler when he was younger. Oh, so you know, but you know, not doing anything in the gradual yeah. weight gain. I give the guy a lot of credit to be at that age and that weight to start it and not give up. You know. So he wrestled way back, fell into life, got a little chubby, well, yeah. and then came back around jujitsu, saved him like from it. Like in the middle six, middle fifties, and he's a savage. Yes, he is. Now he's a brown belt. So is, we're he, all, is he from around here? No, he's in Houston, Texas. Okay. Oh yeah, you said um, that. But it was funny because when I went down to Houston Open like a year or two ago, and I looked up a gym, which is kind of interesting with jujitsu. You can go anywhere in the country and find a gym, and they're welcoming. Yeah, I've done it in Vegas. I've done it when I was in Orlando, um, in Houston. Well, so I went in this gym and, you know, we're talking and this guy said, yeah, there's this one guy. He just destroys everybody. And you should have seen him. He's rolling with Keenan, you know, and giving him a tough time. And I laughed at him. I says, oh, I know him. He's destroyed me, you know, yeah. <laughs> but it's nice. so funny. He's describing the guy and I'm just kind of laughing to myself. And you don't need to tell me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I've had like four or five times I've gotten just you know, squashed. And the thing is, he beat me twice with wrist locks, which oh, I was so <laughs> mad. He got, because I kept getting out of everything he was doing. Well, I made the mistake of putting my elbow on the mat. One time he got me with a gooseneck. And then mm-hmm. the next time it was like this. Yeah. I was so mad. I was just like, oh, a wrist. I didn't even know they were legal until he did it the first sure, time. Sure, sure. <laughs> now, he's probably, it's probably one of those things he's got a notebook where he's made note, you know. Right. He's just going to, next time you come across him, he'll hit you with a different wrist lock yeah, altogether. I know. Or it was something. just like twice. And it was so mad. It was just like, <laughs> oh. That's funny. That's funny. Uh, is that some of your more memorable losses against a guy like that? What do you think? Uh, Have you ever been just blown up, just like, man, what did I just encounter? Not, you know, I mean, I've been beat. Probably the worst one was. <laughs> 
I mean, he didn't really beat me, but it was a learning lesson. As a guy that was really good with lapels in mm-hmm. Austin, Texas. This was like last year around fall. That one threw me for a loop because he tied, he like pulled guard and grabbed my gi end and pulled it around his leg. And I've never really rolled with people that do that. And me tied me up where I couldn't do much, you know, the whole the whole thing. It's so weird. It's so weird, you it, know. You'll, you'll have your like arm pasted to your thigh because they've wrapped their your yeah, gear they, around he, it. Yeah, he wrapped it like around my leg or something. I can't. It remember. Feels like bullying. It does. You, you know, just like, like pulling the shirt over the head kind of thing. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that was probably. I mean, he didn't. Like he said, you know, there's a few times I got the better of him, but he was really good with the lapels, which yeah. I'm not that great with it. It's something else I need to learn. Yeah, there's always something else. Right. When I'm rolling with somebody and they they start grabbing lapels, I say, please don't do that. <laughs> or they start Can you stop it. doing that, please? Yeah, I know. They pull it out and next thing it's around your head or your <laughs> neck. Stop. and you're just <laughs> I don't know what you're doing and I don't want you to do it. Please stop doing that. <laughs> but no, I mean, I haven't really been blown out of the water too much sure. for guys my age. Yeah. You know, I mean, I've lost, but I know. I mean, I've went up rather than taking a participation medal at tournaments, I've went up two or three weight classes sometimes just to have matches yeah because it does kind of bother me when these guys will sit on facebook and well i want a gold medal well be honest with you you know if the guy didn't show up or you didn't have to even have a match to do it be honest yeah don't sit there you're not gonna bs people at jujitsu tournaments we all know you're you're pulling everybody's leg. And there's nobody else standing on that block. Well, and the they two, don't put and the, the podium the pictures. Three. They'll oh, yeah. put the pictures of the, just the medals. You know, sure, sure. I know a couple guys that do that, and it's like, God, you're not. We all know what you're doing. Well, and that's not the experience you paid for. Either. Right. You didn't pay for a medal. You paid to test yourself against right. somebody. Even if you get a silver and you lose, it's still better than getting a gold and not having a match. Yeah, for sure. That's the way I feel about it. I mean, for crying out loud, they're $5 medals. Yeah, I was going to say, you <laughs> pay, you, what you paid yeah. to get here is you know, way more than You know, pay for all your hotel, your flying, your time. <laughs> Not worth it. Not worth no. it at all. So I'd rather I'd rather pay good money for an ass whooping right. than, than I would good money that's for a, exactly, a plastic Exactly, that's why I do it, because then you learn things you need to work on or your your weaknesses and your strengths, you know. Not just to show off, look at the, you know, maybe your family members that don't know any better or your friends that don't know, but everybody that does jujitsu, they know you're BSing everybody. Yeah, totally. Well, and like you say, your weaknesses and strengths goes beyond physical, goes beyond jujitsu game. It's like, you know, it's a character thing. Everything is a part of your character. Right. That type of a move. I'll tell you, I still have not figured every tournament I do, I still have anxiety. Mm-hmm. everything you know and i still have never guys i talked to have been doing tournaments for years say the same thing you know you're just until you get on the mat and you're grabbing somebody then it all goes away but that waiting around time and stuff is probably the worst you know why do you think uh just mentally try not to talk yourself down you know i mean that's the hardest part because man i'm just like when i went to austin i wasn't ready for the first match against the guy and after that, I was just, I felt like quitting. It just went so bad. I wasn't mentally ready, physically ready, you know. And the next match, I talked myself back up. I'm like, you got to get out there. Quit being a blankety blank. You know, I sit mm-hmm. there and call myself names. Yeah. I know it sounds funny, but at my age to do that, but it's like quit being a you-know-what, you know, get out there and do it. That's right. And, you know, then I did better against him the next time. But, you know, it 
I think the mental thing is harder too than anything, even the physical thing, because you, you know, you have to learn when you get defeated, not to be defeated. down on yourself yeah. or mad at yourself or that that's for me anyway. Yeah. You know? I think that's everybody. Right. You know, we, we defeat ourselves before the oh, opponent does. And I've done it times. a few times too, sure. you know, so it, it's a lot of mental stuff too. Jiu-jitsu is mental yes, it as much is. as it is physical. Besides physical. Venezuelan jiu-jitsu. Yep, Venezuelan jiu-jitsu. <laughs> My dad. I like that a lot. <laughs> That's so funny. I Like I said, I didn't even say nothing the first couple times because mm-hmm. it was so funny. Yeah. We're going we're gonna to make – it's going to become a meme or something. We're yeah. Gonna, we're going to run with that. <laughs> well, Scott, thanks for coming out. Yeah, I appreciate it. I appreciate meeting you. It was so cool to meet somebody. And like I said, everybody I've met – 99% of the people I met doing this are all great people, yeah. you know. I mean, even, you know, when we're trying to choke each other out, we're still all friends afterwards. That's right. That's right. <laughs>